Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this morning. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Cometa Coaching LLC, Maria Teresa Romeo. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we are delighted to have you on the show. I've been looking so forward to this conversation, and I'd like to jump right in because I know your work, your life is focused on on this topic and helping others with it. I'd love to get your perspective, your definition of success. Yeah, so success means the accomplishment of a name or a purpose. Purpose, right? It's strictly related to the accomplishment of our main goals. And everyone has his own definition of success, right? For some people, it means uh, attaining wealth or position in society. Other things about being famous and remembered over time. And uh, other, they think they want to just be free and they feel successful because they have the freedom to do whatever they want and whenever they want. So there is not a standard definition of success, but my definition of success is that uh, I think it's the ability to find our uniqueness, you know, what makes you unique as a human being first and as a professional, and also find a way to share it, bring it in any endeavor in in any area of your life, both personal and professional. Well, I think that's a marvelous definition because uh, I've been asked that question before and I don't think I was nearly as eloquent or as articulate <laughs> about it because m- maybe I wasn't as clear about it for myself. Another reason I'm really looking forward to this to this conversation. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the work mission and purpose for your coaching practice. What are you really out there trying to do for folks? Yeah, so... I think that the the main goal of my coaching practice is uh, helping people to find their meekness, you know, to find their own purpose. To be, especially for, for people who work in the corporate environment, in the business environment, become the leader that they want to be. Put that, you know, their uniqueness, what what is their story, their thoughts, their value. Bring everything out together and have an original approach in everything they do. So that means, you know, becoming sometimes a better communicator or get clarity of who they are and where they want to go, what they want to be in their professional life, but also building meaningful relationship with others. That is really, really important today. Um, so those are the area where I literally uh, love to help people and uh, and this is the goal as a coach, at least for me. It must be incredibly rewarding work. Yeah, it is rewarding. And uh, I can tell you that, uh, I mean, I have, accomplishment, I have accomplished many goals in my life. And on some of them, I'm still working on. <laughs> but I can tell you that uh, um, I literally... 
thing that I found my uniqueness in what I do. My coaching approach is really based on the values, my own values. I believe in that everyone is has to be responsible of their future and their success. So as a coach, for example, I don't tell people what to do, but I help them find their own way. You know, I help them build their own future. And uh, at the same time, my coaching practice is based on years and years of studies in the communication field because I'm passionate about communication and human relationship. I have a master's degree in science of communication. I have a certified NLP master practitioner, emotional intelligence coach. So I essentially, I created my own coaching approach based on different methodology. And uh, I don't have, you know, I don't think that coaching is a kind of cookie cutter. You have to use the right tool. You have to be, you know, responsible of your work. So you have to approach, uh, even if you have, for example, sometimes you have two different clients uh, that comes to you with the same type of issue. We we can think about, uh, I don't know, time management, for example, Honestly, I can tell you that 100% I always approach things differently because I start, you know, working with that person. I'm not working on the topic. I'm working on the, the, the client that I have in front of me. And I usually honor, you know, their uniqueness, their story, their value. So what makes me successful is that I have my own coaching approach that probably will be different from many others. And, uh, I, I master it because I own it. It comes from my, also my story, my background. I spent more than 20 years in the corporate environment. So this is another feature that people say that I speak their language because I know exactly what they are going through. I can easily understand the challenges that executives of people in the corporate world might have. So that makes me feel, you know, unique. And also, I see that even the client understand that they feel that, uh, you know, it's a process, it's rewarding for them, and I appreciate also my own uh, uniqueness in this process. Well, no doubt you've seen a great deal. Have you observed some patterns or habits from leaders that you've worked with that uh, tend to make them more successful than others or get better results uh, th- than others? I-, I bet you have. I bet you've seen some habits or patterns or behaviors, uh, a handful of those, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I I think that, first of all, I think that everyone experiences in some way of their professional life the difference between leadership and authority, right? Sometimes people have the role, have the title, but we don't see them as a leader. And uh, the thrill, you know, the thing behind it is that uh, the disruptive and authentic leader are usually the most successful. And we don't necessarily have to look at Elon Musk of Jeff Bezos. It's not the title, but the title, the position of the money. It's the fact that leaders, usually the successful leaders, are fearless in piercing their truth. They follow their passions and they genuinely want to improve their companies, their societies. So uh, most of the time they don't, I can see, I can tell you one of the most common patterns is that they don't fully align with the standard. They don't follow predetermined paths. And, uh, but for this reason, 
they are also, you know, capable of inspiring and motivating others. People see them as examples to follow because they bring something different. They are unique. So again, the, the secret of success is find your uniqueness. What makes you unique? What is your passion? And do things according to what are your values, you know, honor who you are. So, and I tell you, I, I always explain this to people when they come to me, because uh, most of the time we have this idea that, you know, leadership should be perfect or, you know, everybody should like that, like them. And this is not, this is not, you know, some of the attributes of the successful leader, such, for example, you know, being straightforward or do not have any kind, use any kind of filter where they communicate or being per- perfectionist and focus on the details are not that easy to manage for the people that they have around. So the interesting thing is that, uh, I mean, they, they might, people might not like them, of course, but this doesn't affect their leadership because they understand the people around them understand that uh, they are unique. They have, they are making their own way. And uh, another interesting, you know, attribute or pattern, how do you want to call it, of the today leadership is that uh, they are vulnerable because they are authentic. We we finally legitimized the vulnerability as a skill set of strong leaders. And uh, Brene Brown defined vulnerabilities as taking action when there is uncertainty or risk or emotional exposure. So we finally abandoned the idea of the leader as someone who never makes mistake or, you know, uh, never show feelings and empathy and is almost perfect. Now leaders work, you know, to create a positive working environment. They are focused on empowering people, helping them find their talents. And also, most importantly, they consider mistakes as opportunity to learn and not to blame. One of the things that I've always admired about the coaching profession, and I've been blessed to have experienced this to some degree on more than one occasion, is achieving a breakthrough of, mm-hmm. of some kind. Uh, but I don't know that I have any process strategy <laughs> approach to it, to achieving it. Uh, any, any advice, counsel on that front? Like how, how can we achieve a breakthrough and or maybe just describe how you help people kind of achieve a breakthrough. Yeah. So I think that the path of successful leadership starts from yourself, start with you as an individual. So it's not just the result of your education, the professional experience, your resume. It's not your company board or others who appoint you as a leader. It's your own journey. So the way, the best way, at least for me, to start is to find your purpose, explore your values, your passions, and ask yourself who you want to be and what legacy you want to build. I usually ask my client, in 20 years from now, who you want to be? You know, or why, you know, why people should remember you? How do you want to be remembered? And once you, once you answer this question, you develop a, a different perspective on your professional life. You know, you find, you will find yourself sometimes revisiting your goals, 
uh, your choice, uh, the way you manage your time, uh, and most importantly, you know, the relationship that, that you build. So once you have defined who you are, then I usually help I help you, I can help you, I help my clients uh, from a communication standpoint, changing the way they communicate with themselves first. So I and when I talk about uh, the, the inner dialogue, I mean, all the things that we say to ourselves, uh, our uh, self-sabotage, any roadblocks that we might have that comes from the inside. And then we explore the way they, you communicate with others and build a relationship. And usually what is interesting is that uh, people around you will notice if... Uh, that something is changing because the moment you change your communication approach, they, you know, you push them to do the same. So uh, most of my clients, uh, you know, give me this kind of feedback. The moment they start changing the communication approach with others, they see an overall improvement in their working environment. So it's not something that, you know, it remains with them as an as a leader, but it's something that is spread around. People around them change their own approach. So usually, I can tell you, it's a journey. It's not something that you can achieve overnight. Um, my experience uh, um, is that people take usually six months. There is a and there is not a clear hand. I mean, I cannot tell you when this process can. And for sure, but usually is when the client realizes that they have a clear idea of who they are and what they want out of their life. Uh, sometimes this process leads them to make critical decisions. So, for example, uh, changing their career or changing their personal life or uh, embracing a new venture. And uh, sometimes the journey, you know, it ends when they feel more confident and empowered and they have a plan or a mission to accomplish. So I got to know, I, I want to know about your backstory. How did you end up in, in doing this kind of, of work? Tell us a little bit about your background and what compelled you to get into coaching in the first place. Yeah, so um, I have, I mean, as I mentioned before, I have a master's degree in science of communication for business and organization. I'm Italian, so I took my degree at the University of Rome, La Sapienza. And uh, I work in the corporate environment for more than 20 years as a management consultant. Mm -hmm. So uh, I supported several leaders, both at European or US-based company, who manage you know, strategic initiatives for uh, organizational change and uh, operational effectiveness. And uh, I always, you know, I was always passionate about communication. So I also took some additional training, even if I had already my good communication background. But again, I, I certified uh, as an executive coach, emotional intelligence leadership coach and assessor and NLP master practitioner. And in 2015, I started my coaching practice. So since then, I coach clients in various occupation and organizational level including uh, high potential employee, entrepreneurs, or executive. So and now I'm based in New York. I moved to the United States uh, six years ago, actually. And I work both with Italian and American clients. 
So was that at all intimidating, a little bit scary for you, moving from the corporate world and going out on your own? I, I, w- I would think that could be a little bit scary, the unknown of, you know, now you're running your own business. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's scary, but, you know, when you feel that this is what, what you want, uh, and again, you take the best of any experience you had in your life. And uh, it's a lot of work. It's an internal journey. You know, build your own business is not that easy. Uh, it requires time, but also it requires passion with yourself, uh, <laughs> honor your own story and your time. But it's something that, I mean, it's exciting at the same time. So, yeah. So how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a practitioner like like you? Like, how do you get the new business? Well, um, I have to tell you a different way, actually, because people knows me um, as a coach and others knows me as a consultant, right? Mm-hmm. But all of them knows what I can do. How can I help? Um Especially, you know, the word of mouth is really important. And uh, my website is really important where you can find all the articles that I write, the research that I I, I do in, the, in terms of, you know, communication or even cross-cultural integration. Uh, so the website is absolutely, you know, one of the main source for me. Uh, and of course, my LinkedIn profile as well. So let's uh, let's paint the picture. Let's let's walk through at least the early stages of a coaching client relationship with with you. Like, what are what are some of the th- like? How does it start? It starts from setting up a goal. So uh, usually people come to me. Well, I think this is applicable to any coach because they have a change to make, a problem to solve. Uh, a future state that they want to achieve in their life. So the the initial sessions are usually focused on understanding what is the goal, what is it you want. And this is tricky because the majority of my clients, they come to me, tell me, tell, telling what they don't want. And I, use, I usually ask them, what do they want? What is that you want? Um, and sometimes people, you know, uh, connect with me because they don't have a goal. They don't have a dream in that moment. They don't have any kind of, uh, um, yeah, aspiration or things that they want to achieve in their life. And coaching can be useful for that because we build a vision. I have them building a vision. So the, in general, the, the first sessions are focused on understanding what you want first. And then I help you on how you can achieve them. Now, I understand that uh, in other parts of your life, you are an art enthusiast and you're a cellist. Did I read that? Yes, yes. (laughs) So tell us about that. Is that one of the places you go to kind of recharge and and find your inspiration and um, express your uniqueness? Hmm. All right. Okay. So I think that there are two places, actually. Uh, one, of course, is my home in Sicily in Italy. <laughs> that is my go-to place. 
I, I think, I mean, I can describe this, but you have to go there to understand the beauty of, you know, the nature, the sea, the, 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 the culture also that, you know, we can, we, I don't know, I consider myself really lucky because I can enjoy it. Of course, I cannot go there <laughs> whenever I want because I live in New York City, but I can tell you that New York is a vibrant city, um, especially from a cultural or artistic standpoint. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of things. There are always new venture, new initiatives. I'm personally, I love classic music. So I usually go pretty often to the Carnegie Hall or to the Met and listening to concerts. Mm-hmm. I play myself at the, the cello. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's something that I'm, I think this is, uh, yeah, this is also related to the, to what I was saying before about your uniqueness, you know. Um, you know, Dostoevsky, the Russian writer, used to say that beauty will save the world. And to me, this is, you know, a very important quote. It's, it's somehow is my motto because beauty is not just the aesthetic. Beauty means finding your own true your own authenticity. So being able of expressing yourself in any areas of your life is really important. So for me, for example, the classic music is and the cello or art is, is one of them. The nature, you know, enjoying the, the sea, the beauty of the nature is another one. So those are the things that I do that to me, that make, make me happy, Javian. That sounds marvelous. And I think we should have a similar conversation before too long. And I think we should do it in Sicily because I absolutely love Italy. I've not been to Sicily. I think that would be terrific. Let's leave our listeners with a maybe a couple of pro tips. Uh, Maybe they're listening to this. They're getting inspired. They're beginning to challenge their own thinking. And they want to start working on themselves, exploring this idea of uniqueness, you know, revisiting their habits and their patterns. Of course, the, the, the number one pro tip is uh, reach out to Maria Teresa. <laughs> but yes. other than that, you know, maybe something they should be reading or thinking about, or maybe there's some, some preparatory work that they could be doing on their own before they even reach out to you. Just a couple of actionable tips, maybe. Yeah, um, I usually suggest my clients to work on their vision. You know, they can also build a kind of vision board and use, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, colors, uh, pictures, whatever they want to express uh, where they want to be. Starting, you know, start with this question in three or five years or 10 years from now, who you want to be? Where, what type of job you want to have, who you want to have around you. Start asking yourself this question and, uh, and try to put the, the answer, you know, down whenever, however you want. You can write it down like a form of diary or you can just uh, drawing, whatever. I don't, it is not necessary, but just express, you know, your, your desire and uh, see how that makes you feel. If you feel comfortable with this, right? Uh, if you feel that, yeah, you, I can do it. I have all the skills. I think that is achievable. That's fine. If you, even from an emotional standpoint, how do, how do you feel? You, you feel, do you feel you deserve it? Right. Mm. 
if you feel that there is something, you know, that is, sounds like off or, yeah, at that point, I will say, oh, maybe you want to work on, with a coach. Or maybe you want to reach out to me because I can help. Well, I think that is terrific advice. Okay, if someone wants to reach out, have a conversation with you or someone on your team, or just begin to learn a little bit more about some of these topics, let's make sure that we leave them with an easy way to do that. Whatever you feel like is appropriate, website, email, LinkedIn. I just want to, I want to make sure that, that it's easy for them to connect with you. Yeah, sure. So they can reach out to me at Coaching dot com or sending an email to hello at cometacoaching.com. Well, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show. Thank you for investing the time to, to visit with us. I, I have found this conversation inspiring, informative, and I'll tell you what's going on my vision board is a trip to Sicily. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I look forward to meeting you there. <laughs> Uh, no, you're doing such important work, and we sincerely appreciate you. So, uh, yes, thank you. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Maria Teresa Romeo with Cometa Coaching, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane. <laughs>